Lions fans. It's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. Welcome to the Daily DLP. I'm your host, Ash Thompson, still battling headaches and congestion because I really want to talk about Marvin Jones and the Baltimore Ravens beat down on the Detroit Lions. Okay, so first, there is no single point of failure here from the Detroit Lions. Like, from top to bottom, everyone failed. Brad Holmes failed. Dan Campbell failed. All of the coaching staff, from Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson, down to the quality control coaches and interns, failed. Jared Goff failed. Jameson Williams failed. By the time Almond Raw, St. Brown, and Jameer Gibbs stopped failing, it no longer mattered. The O-line failed. The D-line failed. Aiden Hutchinson failed. You heard that right. Maybe the first time ever. The linebackers failed. And the secondary, well... Everyone focuses on the one big play with an almost 10-second time to throw that is definitely not the fault of the secondary. Nobody can cover that long. But there were plenty of easy completions in that game that should not have been easy completions. Like Dan Campbell said, Kirby only made one mistake in that game. That is a quote from the coach. I have no reason to believe he's lying. But if that's the case, the Ravens saw what the Lions have been doing with Kirby and exploited it like it was a glitch in a 1990s Madden football game. Like, they were consistently running someone deeper than the linebackers into an area that Kirby had just left. And if that's not Kirby making mistakes, it's something much, much worse, actually. It's a fundamental flaw in the Lions' defensive scheme that other offenses are going to be able to emulate what the Ravens did against. And uh, it goes without saying after a game like this that the team needs to take a good hard look at what happened and ask how they can stop it from happening again. And to be fair, a big part of that is going to be not playing Lamar Jackson every week. Uh, But that's not the entire story of how this defense got annihilated. Like, rushing four people did nothing. There was no pressure for him to have to evade. Like, they would have been better off rushing two and holding back two as spies or in coverage or, or something. And I'm not saying that because I think spies are good or dropping linemen in coverage is good. I've, I think I've been pretty clear on my opinion on that one. Uh, I'm saying that because rushing four got them one quarterback hit, no sacks, and hardly any pressure to speak of. So, well, the hole that kept developing in the secondary is what we see, the end result. The reason that that exists is that the Lions defense gave a former league MVP all the time in the world. Like, it felt like the Lions prepared for the old Ravens offense, not the new one. They prepared for Lamar with no weapons to throw to and a play caller who had self-erased entire sections of the field from the Ravens offensive game plan. They did not prepare for this Ravens team, this Ravens scheme, these Ravens players. And, like, on offense, it's kind of a weird one because, I mean, they started with three bad drives. That's without any defense of that. They looked out of sync. They looked like they weren't ready for what they were seeing. And, like, most of the time, though, that puts you down, like, 10 points, maybe 14, some manageable number. 
But by the time the offense got the ball for their fourth drive, it was 28 to nothing. Like, that's it. Game over, man, before your fourth possession. So a slow start combined with the defense doing absolutely nothing. Just by that point, everybody on that sideline knows. Like every few seasons, someone comes back from a huge deficit like that. But more often, like 99% of the time, that game is cooked. So when we see a running back having a good day against the pre-vet defense that followed that, like let's not get too excited. That's a guy doing what he should be able to do, particularly with the level of talent that he does have. I mean, all of the Lions with any significant numbers were under 10 yards per catch. Amon Ra had 13 catches at less than 8 yards per reception. That's what a pre-vet defense allows you to do. Gibbs had nine catches at 6.4 per catch. Again, they'll give you that dump off to the running back all day. Like against Sam Laporta, six catches at 8.7. Those are volume stats against a pre-vet defense. Those are stats that don't matter. They have no consequence of any kind. Like, you still have to do it. So, it's not actually nothing, but it's not something that should necessarily be celebrated but like there are some cool stats from the game i don't want to be 100 negative about this even though there really are no great takeaways (laughs) Uh, like gibbs is the second lions rookie to produce more than 50 yards from scrimmage in each of his first five games no the other one is not barry sanders it's james jones amon ra has produced 100 yards in 10 games in his first three seasons that's uh, it's more than Calvin Johnson. And if he does it one more time by the end of the year, he's going to break Roy Williams' record for three seasons. His 25 receptions in the last two games is the most by any Lions player in two games ever. Which is no small feat. Like, this is still something that he's doing. But let's flip back to the negative for a second. Uh, you can't throw to one guy that much. We've seen. I'm going to tell you what I'm smiling at. You'll just have to guess. Uh, we've seen what trying to give Amon Ra the ball that much in the passing game gets you, and what that gets you is Amon Ra on the training table. They need to get someone else doing some of the dirty work, or they're going to lose their best offensive player for a stretch during the season. And that leads me to my next takeaway. Uh, I'm not going to get into his entire career because we don't know what's going to happen. What we do know is that right now, Jamison Williams is not a starting caliber wide receiver in the NFL. He just isn't. There is no evidence of any kind that has been put on film that says this player should have a starting position in the league. If you have a counter-argument to that, put it down below. But if it's, we don't know yet, I'm not saying his career is over. I'm saying right now he sucks. And there's no argument you can make that makes that not true. Right now, Jamison Williams is not good. And that's a problem. Like, on the interception, he breaks off the route. As Jared Goff is releasing the ball, he changes direction. There is no way that's on Goff. And and Williams does this all the time. He just runs to wherever there's open space downfield. And that's some Sandlot BS 
that does nothing in the NFL but cause interceptions. And like, like, like a ball hit him in the face. And sure, you can argue that there was early contact from the DB, but his arms weren't in a position to make the catch before the early contact. Like, a ball hit him in the face. Like on last week's TD, the more often I look at it, I'll uh, shout out to Mike in the Slack chat, who's the first person I saw say this, but it looks like he looks over the wrong shoulder initially. Like that catch shouldn't have been hard. Like there's no reason for him to look over the inside shoulder first, but he does. Like he made that catch 10 times as hard as it had to be. Like, we're not a practice. We don't know what's happening day in, day out, all week. We only see the snippets that happen in the game. But the Lions can't, as a team trying to be a playoff team, trying to be a division champion, they can't keep trotting out a negative impact player at one of their outside wide receiver positions and expect that to just go well at some point. Which is a really awkward segue to Marvin Jones. Uh, (laughs) For those of you who think the team did him dirty by cutting him, let me just quickly explain to you how incredibly and completely wrong you are. If a player retires, they stop getting paid. Immediately. They get no more money. No matter what the contract said, you retire, that contract is over. You don't get the rest of that cash. But if a vested veteran, that's a player with more than four years experience in the league, gets cut after being on the week 153 man roster one time in their career, and Marvin Jones has never been cut before, one time in their career, they can take the rest of their salary for that season as severance pay that is not offset by earnings elsewhere. That means that he could resign, like he could sign somewhere else tomorrow. He could even resign with the Lions. And the money from that original contract still gets paid out in addition to anything he makes anywhere. For his personal issues that he has to deal with or get dealt with, he can, without having to repay the Lions anything. So Marvin had some personal stuff to deal with, and the team is paying him the money that they signed him for anyway. Nobody has been screwed. Nobody has been done dirty, as I keep reading on Twitter. Like, I'm always going to think of Marvin Jones... As the NFL's top contested catch receiver who led a dynamic Lions receivers group alongside Golden Tate and Kenny Galladay with Matthew Stafford firing bullets everywhere. Uh, This year, though, it was pretty clear that he's not that guy anymore. We here at the Detroit Lions podcast wish him all the best. Like, one of my first published articles was listing the reasons he was the perfect guy to come on and replace what Calvin Johnson had done the previous year for the Lions offense. Marvin Jones is always going to be one of my favorite Lions. And I think that's really all I want to talk about. I just had a couple things about the game I wanted to discuss. And, yeah, just wanted to correct everybody's misconceptions about the Marvin Jones thing. Uh, tomorrow, I'm going to preview something about the Raiders game, probably the offense. I usually do that first. And uh, Monday, I'll hit the other half, whatever that happens to be. We'll see how my fancy strikes. So, see you then. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go.
Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions. You've had enough of that shit.